the Feed 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the goodster, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed at the Feed 5 Podcast, presented by Suavecito Tequila. I had a few glasses of the, the Suavecito on EHO last night as I was sipping and enjoying uh, the rarity that occurred. A couple of tickets actually cashed for me. Thank you, George Kennel. Way to go. Thank you, Christian McCaffrey, for catching a lot of Brock. Purdy passes, uh, Luddy, what is remarkable to me, uh, right now at BetMGM, Brock Purdy is number five. He has the fifth highest odds of winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. The guy's played like three games. It's astonishing and mind-blowing, but uh, that is quarterbacking for a playoff-bound team. And one last night, they looked like a true blue Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I was actually at the uh, Colorado Avalanche game last night, and I kept pulling up the box score. And I'm going, what the? What? <laughs> yeah, what yeah, the? yeah. It was, uh, it was quite a showing. But come on, offensive rookie of the year, uh, settle down. I mean, Niners fans are a little nuts. I'm not going to lie. So that could be part of it. Yeah, Garrett Wilson leading the way right now uh, in that pecking order at plus 140 to take home the honor. And I tell you what, if he has another big game uh, for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets this weekend against a surging Detroit Lions club, uh, might as well just hand him the hardware right now. All right, we got to hand the sportsbook some more cash uh, here in NFL Week 15. Let's go with our pick to click, and I'll bat lead off here, Luddy. I'll let you ponder this one because I've got a Saturday special because we got three games on Saturday and expected to be a snow globe in Buffalo. Uh, if you've been following me on Twitter at Yahoo Noise, I've been posting Noah's uh, forecast discussions, and uh, truthfully, one of the meteorologists in the Buffalo office reached out to me and goes, Oh my God, you read our forecast discussions? I'm like, yeah, man, I got a master's in science, uh, you know, degree from Mississippi State University in geoscience with an emphasis in meteorology. So I'm a weather nerd, just like you, but. Yeah, lake effects, no warnings in western New York. Could be upwards of a half a foot of snow that accumulates during game time. Uh, with wind sustained, uh, not much of a worry, 9 to 15 miles an hour. But you may get the occasional gust around 25 to 30. And we could have thunder snow, which is a uh, quite the phenomenon, uh, to say the least, during the winter months. But I can't wait for that game on Saturday night. So, uh this is one leg, part of a three-legger, all money lines on Saturday. Give me Minnesota against Indy. Uh, give me the Baltimore Ravens to get the W on the road against the Cleveland Browns, who they beat earlier this year. And then uh, give me the Bills to take care of business against the warm-weathered Miami Dolphins. So, Udo dos Trace, all three lows legs hit. You're looking at plus 349 at wow. Ben and So that's a, a tasty taco, to say the least, don't you think, Lundy? Yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty damn sexy there, Brad. Nice work. By the way, uh, uh, you you <laughs> you talked about like your college days right there, your yeah, meteorology. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also threw out uh, your Twitter handle as Yahoo Noise. Oh, did it really? Noisy Wavos. There you go. That's the old Twitter handle. I I don't work for Yahoo anymore. Noisy Wavos. And what's funny is the meteorologist uh, in in Western New York still thought I worked at Yahoo. So somehow that uh, seeped Uh, in my cerebral cortex in that moment. Yeah, uh, it it happens. I used to do the morning show on the fan here in Denver. And long after I left the show, I would have people hit me up on social media and tell me that what I said on the show this morning was stupid. I was like... (laughs) 
I wasn't even not even on the show. Like what 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 are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um I I I'm going with uh kind of a a little bit of a TYG special for just a quick pick to start things off and that is actually Sunday afternoon right here in Denver. I'm taking the Broncos to cover. Uh, against Arizona. I actually think they win the game. I know they're favored. They're favored right now by three. For whatever reason, I think some of what they pulled off last week against the Chiefs is going to carry over. Um, so I'm going to take them take them straight up against Arizona. I'll lay the points. It's fine with me. I think Denver finally satisfies the fan base as we all drunkenly leave Mile High Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and hopefully uh, this rubber stamps are guarantees that Russell Wilson's going to be in action because if it's Brett Rippon, uh, you're going to be tripping. You, 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 you can beat – why is Cliff Kingsbury still employed? I, hey, uh, that's the uh, $10,000 question right now that nobody really has the answer to. But uh, I think the axe is uh, sharpened and the blade sure. is about to come down on the neck here uh, in this NFL offseason. All right, with our pick to click on the board, let's get after it on this Friday edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go back to that weather-impacted game in Orchard Park, New York. And uh, just give me a little bit more background because, again, I love geeking out about the meteorological uh, events. Uh, the banding of snow, as you know, with lake effect, uh, can shift in nature. So if you're within that band, you can get snow rates between one to two inches per hour. But if you're on the fringes or just outside that band, nothing. Absolutely nothing. So uh, it's anyone's best guess if they're really going to be directly impacted the entirety of the game. Uh, again, according to the uh, local NOAA weather office there in Western New York, uh, that band is uh, expected to drift southward uh, during the evening. And where is Orchard Park? Well, it's located southeast from downtown Buffalo. So just something to keep in mind there. Uh, but wait and see how this plays out. It's rather unpredictable at times. Just where that band lines up. What will not be unpredictable is the fact that James Cook hits the over on 11 and a half receiving yards. Uh, just minus 110 at BetMGM. Here's why I'm digging this. Uh, prop for the rookie uh, and younger brother of Dalvin. Uh, you know, he's ran 23 routes in total here in the last couple of games. He's been over this 11 and a half receiving yards mark in two of his last three. Uh, he had nine receptions uh, in total here the last three games combined. And you look at Miami. Uh, they've allowed 14 RBs, 14 to reach 12 receiving yards in a game. They're giving up 5.7 receptions, 43.9 receiving yards per game to the RB position. And if the weather is a factor in this game, maybe you get some blustery winds on occasion because there could be gusts, as I mentioned before, in the upper 20-mile-an-hour range. Uh, that is perfect for the dump-off game, the checkdowns uh, from Josh Allen to James Cook, who's seen a spike as a receiver and his role. So fade or follow, uh, you got to cook with me on the over. 11 and a half receiving yards, minus 110 at MGM Lundy. Put that in the oven, uh, punch it in for 350 degrees, 20 minutes, and just come with me on it. No, I'll roll with you. I'll, I'm a little concerned about the weather because of what you just pointed out. The fact that it could be a huge factor, it could be nothing. You, yeah. You never know. It's the nature of, of it. 
it's it's kind of like our picks. It could be something. <laughs> it could be nothing. We really don't know. Um, but I do like this one. You talked about the routes that he's been running. You're talking about, what, 30, 37 yards in the first meeting between these two um, that he had receiving. So you just put it all together. I, I, I like this one. This is a nice, simple threshold to be able to get up over. Follow. Take it. He gets to at least the dozen mark. James Cook. Bake us. A winner. Number four. All right, let's live it a land down under. Uh, get your blooming onion ready there at the Outback Steakhouse. But uh, I'm going to take the under on Deonta Foreman. 70.5 rush yards minus 115 at BetMGM. Now, here is the evidence to the contrary and why maybe fading me could lead to a profitable end for you. Pittsburgh, uh, who the Panthers are taking on over the last five weeks, has given up 4.670 yards per carry and 98 rush yards per game. A half a dozen guys have uh, hit the over on 70.5 rush yards against him this season at the RB position. But this is why I'm paying Foreman. Um, you know, I watched a lot of that game last week uh, with the Carolina Panthers, and Juba Hubbard looked great. And Chuba Hubbard was heavily involved. As a result, Foreman in his last three games under a 50% snap share. Now, he did have the 21 carries last week, and it took uh, that mountainous amount for him to get over even 70 yards. And it may take a similar number for him uh, to crack the over here. So I think it's like uh, 16 carries. Low 60s in yardage. If Hubbard uh, has a hot hand, maybe he gets more work. I know it's a friendly matchup, but I got a fade foreman. Again, I'm taking the under 70.5 rush yards. Minus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. Well, you're asking me to put myself in the head coaching shoes to figure out what the snap share is going to look like uh, between these two, which is probably why I would stay away from this one completely because I don't think you can predict it. You could have a red hot Hubbard who winds up taking those snaps and Foreman's only out there for 40, 45% of the snaps, or Hubbard could put it on the turf. He gets in the doghouse and Foreman's the guy for the rest of the game. So I don't like this one, Brad. I'm going to stay away. All your logic says to go to the under because of how Hubbard has looked. But um, given the fact that you can, you can get after it with the Steelers 4.38 yards per carry on an average, uh, so far this season, um, this one has me a little bit nervous because they could take advantage of Pittsburgh, but you're asking me to predict an RBBC that I don't think I can do. Fade Foreman? Ah, why the hell not? Number three. All right, let's get it SGP slash OGP on the board and come with me, uh, would you, on this one. And let's go to a game that I think is going to be fireworks for fantasy, for betting purposes, if you're taking some of the overs on the player props market, that is Tennessee and the L.A. Chargers. Uh, and by the way, on a side note, a little early, but it's time. I kind of like the over in this game, uh, which is sitting right now at 46 and a half. Now, uh, here's the drawback on this prop, and it's Justin Herbert, 275 plus pass yards, and Justin Herbert, two plus passing touchdowns. It is at plus odds at BetMGM. Here at tape time, plus 115. The drawback is this. Derrick Henry exists. Derrick Henry is the football Frankenstein. See, old smash all. Oh. And the Chargers do not have enough horse tranquilizers in the arsenal uh, to impede him in any way, shape, or form. Uh, could be a lot of you know clock driving, sustaining drives logged by Tennessee, which could limit the opportunities for Herbert. So that is a concern. I uh, just want to throw out that qualifier here, but I still think 
Herbert is going to take advantage of a secondary that's been overly forgiving this season. Uh, they have given up the Titans 7.48 pass yards per attempt and 300, 300.5 pass yards per game. Two opposing signal callers. Herbert is number eight in total air yards, and he is top 10 in adjusted completion percentage. Uh, you know, he's reached the 300-yard mark four times this season. He's done it back-to-back weeks, uh, 335 and 367 in the prior two matchups, and he finally has a healthy bevy of weapons. Keen Allen's resembling his old self. Mike Williams looked great coming off that high ankle sprain last week, had the touchdown. Uh, Joshua Palmer has been a fantastic for much of the season. And Austin Eckler is that safety valve underneath who catches everything. And Gerald Everett also involved. So uh, I like the Chargers quite a bit here. I actually think they're going to cover two, the minus two and a half on this game. So uh, triple bonus time on that. But for the sakes of uh, number three here on the fade five, OGP of Justin Herbert, 275 plus pass yards and two plus passing touchdowns. Again, seduced by the juice, plus 115 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow? Well, my buddy Mark uh, hit me up uh, on the old uh, uh, text, uh, the text machine, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the chatter. Yeah, the he old hit, thread. Yeah. He, uh, he hit me up earlier this week, Brad, and he said, Nate, I can't decide uh, between these two guys in my lineup. And I said, all right, well, if it's me, I'm rolling with Mike Williams. I just had a good feeling, right? So here you are mm-hmm. with your passing touchdowns. And so for Mark's sake, um, I'm hoping that you're right, be, that those passing touchdowns uh, exist for Mike Williams. Brad, because the guy that I told him to sit was Kittle. Oh, good Lord. Uh, only had a couple of touchdowns and flew with a century mark last night. So uh, I'm just could saying, be. I, I, I'm just saying, I, like, I really need this SGP to come through. Because otherwise, uh, I, I, I think Mark's coming after me or, you know, he's going to hire somebody, you know, named Vinny with a with a lead pipe uh, <laughs> to come show up at my house. Uh, if you see strangers at your door holding an object, uh, particularly behind their back, Lenny, don't answer it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I will say I do like this one. Remember, the, you gave out the stats in terms of what Tennessee allows uh, from a passing standpoint. There's only one team that's worse, and it's the Vikings. So, you know, just in terms of giving up the yardage, I think this is a safe play with the 275. Um, Even if they do some stuff on the ground, I'm not concerned about it. I think he gets up above this number. Herbert's been fun to watch. Just please give me at least one of those passing touchdowns to Mike Williams so that I don't feel like a complete dolt. Yeah, for the sake of Nathaniel Lundy, do it for him, Justin Herbert. Number two. All right, numero dos, uh, let's go to a rookie wide receiver here in Drake London. London calling. Uh, absolutely has to be a theme song for him at all times. And I think the uh, the bells are going to be ringing atop uh, the London Tower. I'm going to take the over on 39.5 receiving yards uh, in his matchup on the road against the division rival New Orleans Saints, minus 115 at Bet MGM. Now, truth be told, I grabbed this when it opened. If you follow uh, at no, not Yahoo Noise, but Noisy Huevos on Twitter on my spreadsheet, uh, you'll see a 36 and a half, but this line has jumped. And it's understandable because Desmond Ritter is going to be under center for the Atlanta Falcons. I think Ritter is a more accomplished, though, an inexperienced 
passer compared to Marcus Mariota. And not only too, uh, he's a guy that has that duality. I mean, he ran for over 50 yards in three preseason matchups, and you know he didn't play the full game in those uh, tilts. But uh, also in those uh, battles in the preseason, Ritter completed 60.7% of his attempts with a 7.69 YPA. A lot of insiders, a lot of people know the NFL extraordinarily well, probably better than Lenny and I combined. I've all said that Ritter uh, was a better fit for the Atlanta offense than Marcus Mariota. So this is his chance to shine, and I think there's going to be an instant spark, an instant chemistry that he's going to build with a fellow rookie there in London uh, who went for five catches, 74 yards against the Saints in week one. Has hit this number five times or more on the year. Uh, and a guy that's averaging 6.2 targets per game. And most importantly here, Lundy, he's number 13 in unrealized air yards. What does that mean? Opportunities lost because of Marcus Mariota. I think they're going to be opportunities gained because of Desmond Ritter. So Vader follow Drake London over 39.5 receiving yards against the Saints, minus 115. At BetMGM. Well, if Ritter comes out and has a good game, does he show up on the Offensive Rookie of the Year charts at BetMGM, too? Number like, one. On. Sure, yeah. number one. It's all of a sudden he's like minus 550. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, this is why I hate doing futures stuff, folks. Give yeah. me the bets that pay off right now. I don't need any of this shit. Um, I'm with you on London. Give me the over. Um, look, I, I just think they're going to air it out. I think they want to see what they've got in the kid. And if Ritter's going to be throwing it, here's one of your targets. I, I think this is a really simple bet to make. I like this one. Yes, follow the Drake London calling. Crank it, baby. Number one. All right, numero uno is a player that has uh, been in the news. And uh, this is one of the more shocking player props on Saturday that I witnessed. And I'm still taking the over on J.K. Dobbins, 48.5 rush yards. Very light juice right now at Caesar Sportsbook, uh, minus 103. And this line opened at 53 and a half. And I thought that was soft. Uh, it plummeted down to 47 and a half. Why? Because of the words that came out of JK's mouth yesterday. In an interview, uh, he said, Yeah, I'm not quite 100%. Uh, and he had a noticeable limp after the long touchdown run he had last week. And people were like, Oh, God, we got to fade. Fade, fade, JK, he's not even in full strength right now. But Dobbins added some context and said, you know, I, I may be at like 75% right now, uh, so I'm getting 100-yard games. When I get to 100%, those will be 200-yard games. So I love the confidence. I love the inflated ego of JK. And in a run-heavy system of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, a, that's uh, an influential factor, and B, it's all about maximizing the matchup. Cleveland has given up 5.19 yards per carry, 105.7 rush yards per game this season to the running back position. 13 guys have cracked 50 yards against them. Uh, the Ravens are number six in the NFL and run blocking efficiency, according to Pro Football Focus. And Dobbins last week, yeah, outside the 15 for 120, you know, you, you look under the hood, 3.13 yards after contact per attempt. That's vintage Dobbins. And he played over 70% of the team snaps. So, you know, with uh, Huntley likely going to be the quarterback at the controls, uh, could be some breezy conditions there along Lake Erie, which is normal this time of year. Uh, I think Dobbins is probably getting another minimum, what, 13, 14 carries. And given how vulnerable the Browns have been in the trenches this season, take the discount. 
Lundy, are you with me on that discount? J.K. Dobbins, over 48.5 rush yards, minus 103 at Caesars. Uh, I'll take any discount I can at the holiday season, Brad, because my kids are expensive. Um, Yes. So I'm in. Uh, I'll take the over with this one. Good one to be able to do. Get you started on uh, Saturday. uh, Get you some cash that you can turn around and lose on Sunday. I keep having to remind myself there are three games tomorrow. Yeah, there are. And again, the snow globe uh, to top it all off at, at, at night between the Dolphins and the Bills is must-see TV. Uh, are these next elections must support? Probably Maybe. not. No, Probably not. Doubt it. I don't no, think it's so. bonus time. It's bonus time. Fade to live daylights out of us. Uh, what else you got, Liddy? Uh, let's start with hockey tonight. Just three games on the schedule, but one of them involves the Minnesota Wild and a team uh, that is just uh, tanking, uh, swirling the toilet bowl, uh, and that is the Chicago Blackhawks. Holy crap, are they bad right now. Um, so the Minnesota Wild at home taking on the Blackhawks. I will do the puck line with the Wild. I will lay the one and a half. You get that at minus 145. It's still not great odds, so you may want to pair it up with something else. That's how bad Chicago is. I think Minnesota on the money line is minus 495. Something like that. That's that's folks in hockey. That doesn't happen very often to see somebody that heavy of a favorite. But Chicago sucks right now. So lay the puck line there. Also, give me an anytime goal for Kirill Kaprizov for the Wild. All the dude does is score goals, especially at home. Uh, you can get that one at a minus 110. In the association tonight, uh, the Nuggets taking on the Lakers in La La Land. I'll take the over on Jokic rebounds at 11 and a half. Remember, the Lakers are terrible at cleaning the glass. Jokic likes to do it. I say he gets to at least a dozen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, then for bowl games tomorrow, Brad, you were talking about the NFL tomorrow. I'm talking about bowl games because these guys right here are in action against the Florida Gators. My Oregon State Beavers yep. are playing in the Las Vegas Bowl tomorrow. So let me start with uh, an alt total two-legger. All right. Two overs that I like, but I'm bringing them down to buy myself a cushion. I'm taking over 48 and a half in Fresno State and Washington State, and I'm taking over 40 and a half between Rice and Southern Miss. You put those two together. It is a plus 129 and then a three leg money line for you tomorrow. Oregon State, Boise State and SMU. Put them all together. Plus Mm. 150. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. Uh, I tell you what, let's stick with that college football bowl theme. Uh, I've got a couple of picks on my own. I, I like the Bulldogs at Fresno State, uh, minus three and a half. I'm not worried about Captain Hook. Yar, shiver me timbers there against Washington State. Uh, Jay Kaner is a baller. Uh, tough as nails uh, kind of quarterback for Fresno State. 18 to three touchdown interception split this season. And he's been so effective, uh, you know, twirling the pigskin down the stretch in Washington State. Uh, one of the worst Past defensive teams to college basketball, the 18th worst, as a matter of fact, giving up 266.7 in that category. I think Hayner has himself a heyday, and as a result, I think Fresno in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, uh, shout-out to Cousin Sal, minus three-and-a-half there against Wazoo. And in uh, the other game that I like on the total, I'm taking the under in the Cure Bowl between UTSA and Troy. It's at uh, Nichols across the board, 55-and-a-half. Uh, unbelievably, Lundy, again, John Ewing sent this out this morning, 7%, only 7% of the handle right now is on the under in this game. Everybody and their great-grandmother is betting the over on UTSA and Troy. I'm saying fade the majority. Uh, Troy, number 22 in total defense. 
uh, on the season in college football. UTSA uh, slouches, uh, number 92 in total defense, but I don't think it's going to eclipse 55 and a half in that game total. Again, given the wide spread of tickets on the over there. All right, some additional player prop action in the NFL this week. Derrick Henry, plus 130 right now at DraftKings on the over two and a half receptions. I say, yeah, why the hell not? Because you look at Derrick Henry, uh, he's a guy who has done this in two of his last three games. In his last couple of contests, he's ran a combined 30 routes. Uh, he's number one in the NFL in yards per reception or running back, shockingly. Number one in yards per route run. Those uh, those green passes to him are just so effective, and Ryan Tannehill knows it. And the coaching staff and Vrabel, they've been calling him more often. And the Chargers have allowed eight guys at the running back position to catch at least three balls in a game, giving out 3.9 receptions per contest, plus 130. Yeah, uh, get seduced, get sucked in by that juice. Elsewhere in the NFL, uh, mandatory Montgomery. Just cue the, the Billy Idol in the background. I like the over on 14 and a half receiving yards against Philadelphia. Bears going to be playing from behind, as they always do. Uh, it's going to be an explosive offensive performance for Jalen Hurts, for Justin Fields, for all parties involved, including mandatory Montgomery. A uh, guy who's caught at least three balls uh, in four of his last six games. Uh, he's averaging 12.8 routes run per game, number six in total evaded tackles. So he's got the shimmy and a shake in the open field. Uh, he is number three in yards per reception at 9.8. So really all he needs two catches. And Philadelphia has given up five receptions per game to the running back position. So I think Monty gets at least 15 receiving yards. And same game, different name. On an OGP at BetMGM, uh, I'm going to Philadelphia money line. And I'm going to slap that together with Miles Sanders anytime touchdown. That's plus 130. If both of those legs hit, uh, the Bears 1-9 their last 10 games straight up. Uh, Philadelphia flipped the script 9-1 and in their last 10 games straight up. And you look at the Bears, uh, you know, struggling all fastest defensively, particularly defending the run. They've allowed 4.79 yards per carry and 16 total touchdowns to running back position. Sanders has scored a TD in six of his last eight games. He's number seven in total red zone touches. So, again, Sanders anytime TD. Philly money line on that two-legger plus 130. College basketball. Let's go there. There's some action here on a Friday night. I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, this may never be buttered ever again on the Fade 5 podcast, but I say tail Chicago State plus 15 and a half on the road downstate in Carbondale against the Southern Illinois Salukis. Why on earth am I backing the Cougs from Chicago State? Apparently, one of the worst teams in college basketball, they've been competitive. Uh, they lost by 14 at Marquette. They lost by 12 at Marshall, who's a decent team this year. And most recently, they lost by Unpunto, one point at Murray State. So they've been a competitive team this year, uh, Cardet. Davis, Johnson, all those guys shooting at least 34% from three. They're top 70 in offensive rebounding percentage. And when they get to the line, they cash in. As a squad, they're shooting 76% from the charity stripe. And you look at SIU, uh, they barely beat uh, Alcorn State at home. They beat them by six. And Tennessee State, uh, who they only beat by 13. Uh, and they turned the ball over way too much. So 15 and a half, I can't, again, I'm shocked I'm saying this. I am backing 
Chicago State uh, tonight. Elsewhere, uh, I like Marquette minus three and a half. I like Oral Roberts minus eight and a half. And I'll give you a little bit more detail on this one real quick. Give me the Georgetown Hoyas plus 10 and a half at home against Xavier. Now, Xavier, one of the better offensive teams in college basketball, number seven in offensive efficiency. They shoot over 40% from distance, but in their last eight games, uh, defensively, they've been inept. Number 214 in effective field goal percentage defense, giving up 39.2% from distance. Georgetown's got problems, but this is a conference game. Uh, it's a road game for Xavier. I think 10 and a half points is too much. I think Georgetown loses in the seven to nine range. So bank on that. And we're out of time here on the Fade Five podcast. Uh, I hope you have a splendid and profitable weekend. Enjoy the Saturday games in the NFL. Enjoy the rest of the slate on Sunday. And as always, for Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Uh, first and foremost, go to the Twitter page. Uh, mine at Noisy Wavehost, not the other name I threw out earlier. And at Nate Lundy, check out all of our free picks. We track them in spreadsheets, so they're color-coded. It's it's very easy to read and fade living daylights out of our selections. Uh, also, drop us a rating and a review if you don't mind, would you kindly. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.